Hello, and welcome back to the Book Marketing Tips and Author Success Podcast. This is Penny Sansaberry and Amy Cornell, and we are back for um, another show. I'm actually, Amy, I got to tell you, I know this show was your idea. I'm going to totally own this. I'm really excited about this topic. Me too. I absolutely am as well. Um, we're talking today about choosing a publication date and, and how to maximize your launch date, because I think that um, it, it's a great topic because a lot of authors get hung up on publication dates, meaning essentially the date that they birth their book on Amazon. And, and I get that. But what we want to do in this show today is we want to really break down um, what matters and what doesn't. I mean, for lack of a better term. Yes, absolutely. And this really is a thing. And I think I've said before that a lot of our show inspirations come from either questions you get at conferences, Penny, or on webinars and questions that we get from people, from authors that use our submission form on our site to contact about potentially collaborating. We really do try to tap into things that we know are a problem or that are puzzling or kind of difficult for authors to navigate. And that's where we, we get a lot of our ideas from. So shameless plug, keep those coming, please. Um, yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. We get a lot of authors contacting us about their publication date and mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's more complex. Like a lot of times they just want us to pick something for them. Um, but it really is a big decision and it, it really does require a little thought and a little research, a little justification. And more than anything, it requires some prep time. Even if you're going to hire a team to support your book release, it requires some prep time on the author's part too. So when we hear authors say like, you know, just, just let me know what to do. It's like, well, you know, that's doing you a disservice to some degree, you know? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because I think that some of that is is a, a lot of what you do as an author is a business decision. And I come back to that a lot with authors when I talk to them. Um, but before we get too far down this topic, I just want to remind everybody that we love show ideas, as we just mentioned. So please send those along. Our contact details are in the show notes. Um, we also love reviews. So wherever you listen to podcasts, please review this podcast and let us know what you think. Um, and the other thing is, is that we started to run what well, we, we have run uh, over across a few shows. Can this book be saved? And I think that maybe it was scary for, I mean, we got one submission. So I think that some authors felt that that was scary. Um, to get that kind of feedback, which, you know what, honestly, Amy, I can fully appreciate. Right. <laughs> so we're going to change this up a little bit. And what we're going to do is we're going to, um, we're going to talk about um, our, your, um, your most pressing marketing question. Apparently I can't talk today. Um, your most pressing marketing question or your most pressing I guess, marketing challenge. So we're going to put that out on social media. We'll have that also in the show notes and how to contact us and how to submit that. We will hopefully, if we get enough feedback, tackle one of those questions per show, the last five minutes of the show. So yes, you have to listen to us ramble on. Um, <laughs> I hit that fast forward button a zillion times. <laughs> right, right, right. For the entire show, but we'd love to. And part of the reason why we want to do this is because we do really want you all involved. I mean, we're not doing this show to hear ourselves talk, although there is that. <laughs> like, 
let's just be honest. Right. But, um, we do want your, we want your involvement. We want your input and we want to know what you're challenged with. So show ideas, as we mentioned, but also your most pressing marketing question or your biggest marketing challenge. We'll put that out on, on social media. Um, so, so let's get back to picking the perfect launch date because it's really hard to know what perfect is. I mean, I, so just an example of this is I talked to an author a couple of weeks ago who had a campaign that completely failed because her book launch day happened to be the day that the Capitol was attacked. Right. And hugely unfortunate. Right. And, you know, when you think about that kind of stuff, part of it too is, uh, you know, did it fail because something big happened or because she didn't fully understand how a book launch, how much goes into that. You know what I mean? That it's not just that day. And so did she just get completely derailed and, you know, just deflated because something crazy happened on the day that she was getting ready to, you know, like blow the little like party, you know, (laughs) and throw confetti around and probably have a glass of wine. (laughs) Right. And then something else happened. And then all of a sudden, you're mentally derailed too, you know, but yeah. the reality is there's very little we can tr- control on any particular day. And so, you know, what I usually tell authors when they write us is that they have to stop focusing on the exact day. And instead, like you got to pick a day, but then you have to focus on a broader timeline than just that, that particular day that you've chosen. Right. Exactly. And I think you keyed in on something um, with regards to this author. So I think that that you know it's easy to become sidelined mentally by things that are going on in the news right especially something that was so big like the capital but if you're marketing um and yes sometimes marketing can get derailed I mean I remember it's now this year 20 years since 911 I remember when that happened and lots of campaigns for obvious reasons got completely derailed but most of the time, thankfully, we we're not sitting in a news cycle that is that um, that's that consuming, right? Most of the time, and I think that if you're planning your marketing around a date, it's not that that's the date that your party starts, but that's the kickoff of a much longer celebration of your book launch. If 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 that makes sense. Yes. I mean, celebrate the way I like to celebrate my birthday. You know, it's for all it's worth. <laughs> right, right, right. And I, and I think that it's, you know, and I think that it's also worth mentioning that if you have a specific date in mind, let's just say hypothetically Valentine's Day, and you have a relationship book, I mean, you literally never want your publication day to be on the day. And but the, by that, I mean, is that, um, you know, don't have your book go live on, let's say, Mother's Day or Father's Day or on the actual date like Christmas, because by then we've all moved on. I mean, unfortunately, right? You know, think about like when displays go up in stores, we always start super early with stuff. You see Valentine's Day stuff going up, um, you know, as soon as January 2nd is here. So, <laughs> which I always find super depressing. I just want to add that as a side note, but I, but I think that, that when your publication date is on top of an actual holiday, it sort of defeats the purpose of your book launch. I mean, you can pivot to 
like Christmas or Mother's Day, because that's obviously the focus of whatever your your book is. But your book should be available for purchase, ideally before that before that date. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you want to capitalize on the excitement because people always start getting ramped up early. The anticipation is oftentimes the best part, yeah. not the actual day itself. I mean, the day itself should be special too, but by then also people are distracted. Yeah. They're not, you know what I mean? They're not getting excited about the shopping or the being online or everything going on in pop culture, you know, all the cool stuff that happens leading up to almost any holiday because we love to celebrate a holiday. And you want to tie your book to that energy, the anticipation energy, the lead up energy, the energy that encourages people to spend money. Like we're talking commerce here. You know, you want people to buy your book. You want to get in on that wave where people are prepping for these celebrations and these uh, recognition holidays and things like that. Yeah. Not not the end of it. Because by then, again, it's dying off and whether it's Christmas or Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, you know, that actual day itself is usually pretty sacred to a lot of people and they're distracted. They're usually not, they're not hyped up to do the shopping and the prepping anymore. You know, they're actually, if anything, they're more not in tune with what's going on online and what they could be buying. Right. So you're actually kind of going against the human nature for how we, how we prep for and celebrate holidays. Well, and so, you know, another example of this is a Christmas launch, right? So I think that a Christmas launch is a great example of, um, look at what Hallmark does. Okay. And, and Amy knows, I love to cite, um, like like if, if Amy and I were, were stuck in a room, she would climb out the window to avoid watching Hallmark, (laughs) but, but, uh, you know, Hallmark starts their Christmas surge, in, you know, they have like a a blip in July where they do a bunch of Christmas movies, but they really actively start their Christmas surge early in October. Right. And that, because they know that, um, people are starting to think about, you know, especially if you have a lot of people to buy for. So the other piece of this too, is that while it's great to tether your book to a particular holiday, make sure that they can actually buy that book because that's obviously the reason that you're, you know, you think, okay, my, my book aligns with this and that's great. But it, you know, if your book aligns with Valentine's day or mother's day or, you know, whatever, whatever holiday that is, you want them to be able to buy that book in time for mother's day, even though I realize that Amazon has fast shipping and et cetera, you right. still want to have that, um, you still want to have that date uh, well in, well in advance so that you can also ramp up to it. Understanding that a lot of, you know, if your book is pivotal to a particular date, right, a lot of your marketing will die off after that date. Not evaporate, but it will reduce in size in most cases. Right. And, you know, for the most part, you have to remember and stay realistic that usually people don't buy anything the first time they're introduced to it. So right. you mean- Give yourself that ramp up time to get those quality impressions to hopefully get in front of them more than a couple times, even before you actually make that sale. So that's something else to keep in mind as well. You want to give yourself some wiggle room to really convince them to buy your book. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think that, that, you know, we're not saying necessarily that your launch day is important, but I think that maybe makes more sense 
to plan your marketing so that it increases in intensity the closer you get to the launch date, right? So in the case of the Capitol riots, right, I think where, um, and there was actually a publisher involved, I think, in this book, and I think where this probably wouldn't have been as, you know, drastically awful for this author had the marketing started in advance and maybe even had the book been, you know, been available. And sometimes authors can't really control whatever date that, you know, that, that the author, that the, that the publisher decides to launch the book. So that's unavoidable. But I think if the book is up for pre-order, starting the marketing, as Amy said, you know, the multiple impressions thing and the volume of your marketing increases leading up to publication date. And then hopefully while it might diminish a little bit, you know, you're still marketing it afterwards, you know, and on publication date, for example, like on, you know, on, if if your book ties to a holiday, you could have, you know, you could do a Facebook chat or you could invite fans to, you know, a zoom video event or something like that. That's that really sort of keys in on that date. Unless of course it's something like Thanksgiving or Christmas and things where people are just gone seeing family and whatnot. Exactly. So a lot of times, okay, but they're still going to, we've, we've said all of this, like, don't worry about the date. Don't worry about the date, but still the reality is Penny. Sometimes people just want to be told a day. So what day do you recommend? <laughs> well, I think that, no, I appreciate that. And I realize now, thank you for, thank you for bringing me down to earth. Cause I realize we've skirted the date. And I think that, that there is some methodology to picking good, good launch dates. I mean, typically I like Tuesdays, only because Tuesdays have always been sort of tied to bestseller lists. So a lot of folks, and and Tuesday is not like, this isn't something that I thought of. Tuesday is kind of out there as a good launch date. Um, It lines up with when bestseller lists pull their reporting and things like that. Um, But I think it's also smart to look at big events like elections. Uh, Unless your book has a political tie, it might be worth avoiding that date. So it's, it's it's about picking a good date but it's also sometimes about avoiding something like we talked about earlier, the, the 20th anniversary of 9-11 coming up. I would imagine that I haven't checked to see what's coming out on that date, but I would imagine that a lot of releases are happening on that date. The other thing that I think is worth mentioning, too, is that a lot of authors have been told and it's out there online about, you know, don't release in the fall because publishers like the fall don't release in January because Publishers really like January. Don't release in the summer, which basically just leaves, I don't know, nothing. <laughs> like, when do you release a book? Here is what happened. So there was a time when publishers released their really big titles in the fall, right? Um, and many of them also released them very heavily in January. But because there are so many options, there are so many different ways to get your book published. Um, a lot of that has tapered off. I mean, it's not that fall isn't a big time to publish, but I will tell you that I've published many of my books in the fall and I've never had an issue with, oh my gosh, you know, um, my book just tanked or, or it's not getting the visibility. So I wouldn't necessarily, like if your book is ready to go, Picking a publication date is really about picking a date, giving yourself enough time to prep for that date, right? It's like going on vacation, okay? Um, you're probably not going to, I mean, maybe you're going to get 
be ready to get on a plane by tomorrow. But personally, and anybody who knows me well knows that I cannot do, I I cannot do that. Like I have to plan, I make lists, I do all this other stuff. Your ramp up should give you enough time. And maybe you only need a week and that's fair. And God bless you if you do, but most of us need more time. So it's also about picking a date that you can reasonably target to figure out, you know, to get stuff done, to line up blogger stuff that, you know, podcast interviews and other things that you might be doing. Yeah, because I was thinking about that. We get a lot of people that are probably going to not feel like their book necessarily ties into a holiday or a special event or, you know, they're like, well, shit, I just wrote a book because it was a cool concept. And I know people like these books. <laughs> it's like, and that's right. fine. I think there's a lot of you that are in that boat that you feel like it'd be a stretch for me to try to claim that this is tied to some sort of, you know, special holiday. Um, so another important factor to consider, like you were saying, Penny, is your availability. Yeah. If you, if you know you have a big project at work or you know that your kids have a break from school during a certain time, you know, throughout the year, or you have family coming to visit. Jesus, can you imagine? But anyway, it's obviously <laughs> tough to fit your, your launch marketing into all of that as well. So sometimes it's about not about finding the exact perfect date or the exact perfect holiday or, you know, anything like that. Sometimes it's about just, like you said, Penny, giving yourself the space to prep accordingly and to dedicate the time to both like the lead up to the release. And then that release week, maybe even the week after before you kind of, you kind of transition into your monthly marketing activities that we hope you've planned out, but that are not so tied to that release energy so sometimes it's really just about smart planning and choosing a time where you can give yourself the headspace to focus on what you need to be doing. And yeah. that and that becomes your ideal publication date. Right. And I know that's absolutely true. And I can't tell you how many authors that I've spoken to over the years who have said that they got sidelined by their, you know, by something else that they, you know, that they should have planned for leading up to their publication date, and they end up contacting us well after their book has been out, which, you know, is understandable, like we get it. But to the degree that you can, it's a really good idea to try and plan for things that are coming up so that you allocate enough time um, that you have, you know, a lot enough time that you can do the things that need to be done. If you have a short-term publishing schedule, for example, if you say, listen, Penny, I don't know what you're talking about. I can get this out there in 30 days. Great. You can also check Amazon's release list. So pending releases that are coming up. If you think, for example, um, oh, I want, you know, I don't want, you know, five other relationship books to be coming out at the same time as my book is, or or whatever that is, you can take a look at their, because um, they have, Amazon has a to be published or coming soon. They changed, I apologize. They changed the name of this all the time and forget to tell me their name, but upcoming releases and things like that. You can also see sort of what's coming out too. Um, and, and, you know, get an idea maybe that make can, you know, to help, um, you know, to help planning. And I think that, you know, um, you know, instead of trying to find a publishing, you know, a publishing date with big lofty goals of getting the most attention, as we're ta- as we're talking about, it's better to find one that optimizes what you're doing 
because again, I find that trying to pivot to a single day and zeroing in on that can sometimes be disappointing. I remember some years ago, I worked with an author who had a relationship book and he insisted on launching on Valentine's Day. And he said to me, I'll be really upset if Dr. Phil releases a book around the same time. And sure enough, Dr. Uh Phil released a book that launched on Valentine's Day. But luckily we had worked hard enough on his pre-launch so that he got some, he still got some great attention Um, But some things can't always be planned. So I think, you know, you have to sort of figure out what are the pieces that you need to be successful? um, What time do you need? uh, What are the elements that you need to be successful? You know, and plan accordingly because you want to build your, you have to build your promotion. um, You have to build your promotion into that. Right. And no book becomes success in a single day. Right. A book can have a great release, but those books had great lead ups. Like we've been saying, you know, the author didn't just put the book up there and then go on vacation and came back to a huge fat check, you know, like, right. Right. Sadly, not how it works. If it was, I'd be writing books, but, (laughs) (laughs) but, you know, and those authors also had follow-up promotions. They had things planned for the release week. They were really taking advantage of the Amazon algorithm and all the stuff that we do know about how Amazon works, you know, those kind of things. So they picked a date and then they built up the promotion on both sides of it and planned accordingly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's really, that is really what it comes down to. And, and, and finally, I do believe that it's worth noting that um, some authors say, well, I can do a pre-order with a launch on a particular holiday. Um, And you can, but pre-orders do get tricky, especially if it's your first book. And I think, Amy, didn't we do a show on pre-orders? If not, we're definitely. Yes, we absolutely did. Yeah. Um, pre-orders can be really be tricky because it's your first book and you have no fan base. You might find the whole process somewhat, if not entirely disappointing, just because, you know, um, pre-orders are great, but they do require some finesse, especially, again, if you... Um, you know, if you don't have a fan base and pivoting to having a pre-order and pivoting to a particular big holiday, again, let's just use Christmas as an example. Um, people want to get your book wrapped under the tree before Christmas. Hard to do if that's your launch day. Right. And I think you make a good point. Like a pre-order is not a loophole to everything we've been saying so far. Right. <laughs> Like putting your book up for pre-order doesn't solve the problem we're trying to discuss and talk about that a lot of authors come to us with, which is, you know, focusing on a date instead of focusing on the promotion you need to be doing leading up yeah. to and immediately after. And that, you know, that's another, that, you know, harkens back to another episode we did, Penny, on the 30-day, you know, the 30-day window for a book release. We did a great episode that speaks a lot to what we're talking about right now. Yeah as well. So yeah, if you can get your book up for pre-order, so your early marketing and anything you're trying to do means that people can actually go look at a retail listing, then that's awesome. There is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But, you know, just putting your book up for pre-order doesn't sell the book. Right. You know, that's not why the book is sold. And, you know, and honestly, just because you chose a clever or even meaningful release date, that doesn't sell the book on its own either. You know, it's like we've been saying over and over again, it's, it's the prep work, it's the, the promotion or anything you can do in advance to prep for it. And then obviously everything that you can be doing once the book is actually out there. 
Yes, absolutely. And I hope that this show has been helpful. Again, we welcome your show ideas. We love your show ideas. I can almost guarantee you if you're if you have a show idea, um, there may be a bunch of other people who are really eager to to hear about a particular topic. So feel free to share it with us. The contact details again are in the uh, show notes. Um, your most pressing marketing question. We really want to hear from you. We're going to answer those on the air uh, the last five minutes of the show. So send those over. We want to know what you are most challenged with because it also helps us, you know, to help you and, you know, sorry for cheating, but it also helps us develop some really great show ideas that are helpful to, uh, to authors out there. So we want to know what, what your most pressing marketing question is again, Contact details are in the show notes. This is Penny Sansevieri and Amy Cornell. And we really appreciate you listening. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.